Justice is unhirable with White Karen and Go-To Gay Tommy. Okay, are we all in? Are we all in? <laughs> Lester, pull up the mic, put down the phone. Lester, Lester, paging Lester. Come in, Lester. Hello, Lester. How are we? Right right now. <laughs> Where is she? Lester's the beep. Damn if she knows. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been seen since 1997. Yo, you guys know who it is. is. Wait, this what is, is your name? Beloved friend of the show. My writing name is Les Fabian Brathwaite. What do you prefer to be called on this pod? Whatever, Les, Lester. I'm going to call you Lester because that's what I know you as. Literally, we have only ever called you Lester. My sister is here. I'm so excited. (laughs) If you guys, you can't see, you should be following us on Insta, but this is like a black and white cookie of, I don't know. Racism. Butthole stuff. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite ism. Uh, Well, I don't know. I'm really into Islamism. Well, that's very in vogue right now. It's terribly in Why vogue. Why are you so woke? Ew, get I off my know. podcast. Is <laughs> 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 that uh, <this>? Okay. <laughs> woke. Woke. Actually, we just rebranded. We're no longer unhirable. We're, we're just woke. That's the name of the podcast. Thanks for joining us. But Do you want us to s- tell you about the world less? We're Dur- still incompetent. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I just was just clearing that up. All right. Oh, God. I Ladies. Just watching Whoopi Goldberg on the internet. She spent her summer with the hair and makeup people from The View bouncing around from Greek Island to Greek Island and now she's like She's the fucking best. She seems like someone who would chill with the crew nonstop. And also E got her, lest we forget. Well, okay, I'm going to talk to you about that tea. She, she has all of them, all right? It's okay. Producing. She's it's producing. an EGOT? Is she an EGOTer? Yeah, yes. the tea is for producing thoroughly modern Millie. Future. Oh, does that count or is that not pedigreed enough? I mean, if we're going to get very technical about things, Liza Minnelli, also not truly any daughter, but do you want to say to her face? She's not? Is well, this shot? Is this shot? Am I hearing shots fired? Technically not. <gasps> Liza Minnelli <gasps> hasn't actually been awake behind that face <laughs> since... 1972. <laughs> Before the act. I don't know when it happened, but yeah. No, I don't know. I feel like a true EGOT has to be like a Rita Moreno. Who is the real... She's the real deal. Explain, the explain, break it down. She earned all those Tell, do, doing, oh, what did she win them for? Oh, there's earners and there's non-earners yeah. of EGOTs. Do you know? Actually, I, I wonder if we can I'm do this. I'm not sure. This. I can't name the Emmy or the Grammy or the Tony. I know the Oscar was for West Side Story. Mm-hmm. And the Tony was for that Terrence McNally play that, um, the the rink, no, I forget what it's called, but <sighs> they just did a revival and Rosie Perez played her part. Ugh. Yes, Didn't get nominated for a Tony, though. Oh, I robbed. don't know what's happening. Didn't see it, but robbed. Okay, so the EGOT thing became a Gay thing. Because like, I'm getting Tony's. the words, but not in the specific Tony's, order. Tony's, Tony's, Tony's. Awards, awards, awards. <laughs> <laughs> trophies, trophies, trophies. What's your favorite award? To get? <laughs> yeah, well, what? yes. <laughs> to get. Well, I'm waiting forward to my Nobel Peace Prize. Okay. But. You know what? If Barack Obama can win one, if anyone can. can win one Yo, I've been saying, I think that this podcast has been bringing people together literally nonstop and then also dividing them and making them hate me personally. It, yeah, it's that's <laughs> great math. And if that's, that's not no, Bell, then I advantage. don't know, Bell, what is. I gotta go. Nice to meet you. See you guys later. And I'm out. Happy Labor Day. You were an adequate guest. Thank you. Nothing you deserve. You showed up. Um, no, but what is your favorite award? Because this is like a big part of like how I know you was that we would always watch award shows together. Yeah, all uh, of them. From a kid, from like a very young age, I always like uh, memorized the Oscar winners of each year. I had like a world almanac, and I just go through and like read all like the top five, like best picture, best actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, and director. Do you place bets? Do you like no, do forecasts? I just oh. have to do it. Like, you know, I just. Do it for the game. Love was that game. Oscar? 
what was the name of that Oscar watch? Did you ever look at that website? It had like all of that information you just described. Because another like gay autistic like us <laughs> who would go and read all that yeah. shit would like put that together. Oh. <laughs> no, that's and, like, really disrespectful to autistic people. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the gay one. <laughs> okay, there we are. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I love that. But then like that introduced me. That was my gateway because I would look and see what movies won best like to like the acting awards, the writing, directing, and then best picture. And then I watched all of them. So it's okay, like, but why? it happened one night why? because that meant it meant something to somebody at the time. And like yeah. being like a young gay kid, I loved the pageantry. I don't know about yeah. you. I mean, a lot of them are just like a lot of the old Oscar winners haven't really aged that well, but there are some that are just <laughs> classics. Like, I mean, Catherine Hepburn won four Oscars off the wrong role, except yes. for Lionel Winter deserved. Betty Davis won two Oscars, but the ones she should won for, a lot of Eve, should win. But What's the like big gay deal about award shows? Do you know what I mean? Like, why is it like? Because I think it's cool or whatever for the dresses, but like, could give a shit about like who's winning for what? Do you know what I mean? But you guys like have it on lock. Like, why? Well, it's just like a love of culture, love of pop culture, love of arts, and seeing that being like vaunted and celebrated. Because like. We don't like. I don't really care about sports. I don't really care about like the Super Bowl or the World Series, whatever it's called. <laughs> but like, but that celebrates like athleticism and sports, and that's great. But like, I'm not interested in that. But the Oscars and the Grammys and the Tonys they celebrate things that I care about, like acting and singing and <laughs> performing and all these kind of things that aren't necessarily always valued the way they should be, in my opinion. So, like, when you see an award show, it's like, this is something you can relate to, something you want to aspire to. So, it's not so the glamour of it all. So, you can, like, relate to the football thing because it's like when people watch football, not that I would know, but when people watch football, they're, like, rooting for their representative or whatever out there. Like, I don't watch football, I'm rooting for the asses. But, go yeah, on. Well, but you girl, can't really see them. I always thought that, That's but what I HD is for. It's great. No, but they have pads there. I mean, I mean, they do have big butts under those pads, but I'm just saying, like, I grew up in a house that I was forced to watch football in, and I think there's literally nothing sexy about that sport. Baseball, on the other hand. Really? Yeah, I thought that's where everything. baseball, by, yeah, it was true. like where dad bods go to get fatter. Well, that happens too, and you can see everything. That's what <laughs> well, I mean. That's when Roy's came in and just changed the game. Yeah. For Mark McGuire. <laughs> for the better. If you, if you, like, even look for two seconds at baseball, which I unfortunately am forced to do if I just, like, walk by a TV in the city, but they look, they look, it's unprofesh how they look. They look like <laughs> mad fat. Why is that the sport where you have to run also where you can like be mad fucking fat? And it's not a contact sport. You're not running that far. So you're like running from, like, base to base. But you're running professionally. Yeah. You're still professionally yeah. running. Why are they so fat? real hot athletes, though. Rugby players. Mm. Not, okay, they don't okay, wear pads. Okay. They wear short shorts. We like contact. They're getting their asses, like, pulled down all the time. The shorts pulled down all the time. You're seeing bare ass. Okay, and American penis. sports or British sports, what is better? British. Okay. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> British or gayer, that's right. Spoken why. like a true lover of the game. Yeah. <laughs> the like British back to the, or like, gayer. The award stuff, though. Are they? Like, yeah, I guess Europeans automatically kind of gay. Yeah. Back to the award stuff, though. It's like how, I forgot what we were talking about, but like how sports is kind of the religion of America. Mm -hmm. And when you have the president, you know, cutting the arts program or trying to, and like not really valuing arts. Which is funny because he's an artist. I mean, he's a, a TV artist. artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's a TV artist, too. He plays a part. Yeah. There's an art to what he's doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not just, like, referring to art of the deal. I mean, like, he's incredibly artful. He's a really skilled comedian, actually. He's really, really... He good he's, like, the ultimate artist yeah. that does it in spite of himself. Like, he's not even... I don't think he's aware of, like, his output 
but he's so like on it. Do you know what I mean? He it's lives like it. it's like when you he have like a f- like ha- when He's your parent like but you know when like your mom or dad <laughs> tries to make a joke and they're like trying to be funny so it like sucks and you're like shut up it's so embarrassing but then when they just talk they're like hilarious. Mm. That's like him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's the accidental artist but it's like art. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. He's still just the worst. The worst. <laughs> it's hard but to you can use be the, the worst and do art. It sounds like a compliment. Yeah, it's an insult to artists everywhere. Yeah, well, well, I, I know some know. really insufferable artists though. Like artists come yeah. in all 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 kinds. Like artists, suck, artist. artists are great. You and Hitler. Yeah. Always, always back there, aren't we? I'm just saying. Why does it always come back to us and Hitler on this podcast? I don't know. Trauma <laughs> from the Holocaust. Hashtag running themes. Yeah, it is your brand. <laughs> hashtag unhireable. Hashtag unreliable. Hashtag here we go. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I think that, like, also, the awards give us, as a culture, a sort of touchstone. And it uh, it opens conversations about just things that are already happening around us that we're like kind of afraid to talk to face to face. So we talk about them generically in relation to these war award shows. They serve like a, a larger societal function. I think that they help us not kill one another. All art does this. Mm. Um, it helps us have like conversations that are maybe a little too tough to have like really face to face and then gives us the access point to then have the conversations face to face. So when like Oscars so white happens mm-hmm. or when we talk about people dedicating their Oscars to gay people uh, when they win for like playing people that die of AIDS like Tom Hanks did like it gives you a conversation starter for the uncomfortable conversations. And right now it seems to be a lot about race. I mean, it always seems to be a lot about race, but particularly now it's about the whiteness. But in the past it's been other things too, so. Oh, that's when I loved when Moonlight just snatched that Oscar from La La Land <laughs> earlier this year. It was really Why? one of the great moments of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had interviewed like, um, the director, Barry Jenkins, the screenwriter, Terrell Alan McCraney and one of the stars, Javante Rhodes, for Out. And I wrote the cover story for the January issue. And nice. that was like really big for me. And like to see that film. Also, the film just spoke to me like on so many levels. And I was just, it's just a small film. And like, La La Land was this big, splashy production. Mm-hmm. And like, I watched it and I enjoyed it for what it was. But like, yeah, Moonlight yeah, yeah. Like, really spoke to me like on a deeper level. And I was just so happy to see that film be celebrated and also such a dramatic and shady way mm-hmm. this is the shadiest oscar win i've seen in my the life scripted. <laughs> it's not real hmm? it's not real no it was faith dunaway and more maybe not being to read like read the the card correctly i mean like, it had wait, what? To be what are we talking planned. about oh you remember okay, she announced the wrong i didn't s- well they gave oh. them the wrong card yeah you think was, that was on purpose i don't know what it was on purpose. i mean that no come on to that's too much pr it'd been a lot better seriously that's silly PR that's deep <laughs> state that's some deep state shit well I just wouldn't put anything past anybody it's like when Steve yeah, Harvey yeah, yeah, did yeah. it just think of like all the psychopaths that really <laughs> run media I mean people do love a show yes come on we all love a show that's what we're talking about it's like this is yeah. part of the show and so now with this president who is this type of artist he's exactly that type of artist actually that's the art that people are consuming now and like reality is the stunt art mm-hmm. um, it's like which queens have been doing for Ages. Stunt art. Yes, it's true. Stunt well, queens. everything. Listen. It's, it's stunt queens. just pulling stuff. So what's the difference between that and like a Banksy? Just like drop some shit and bounces. Well, that's a marriage of the two worlds. 
But that's who's visual to say, stunt what art. if what if Trump is such a genius artist that he's bangsing us right now and we're not even going to realize it till way after the fact? Like he just dropped all this shit and left it there. And then he's like, you guys figure it out. And then next president, we're like, fuck, I get it. Yeah, that's an interesting. And then no one can paint over it, but then they will anyway. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Do you do you follow where I'm going credit. with this? Also, the presidency is such a fucking complex and crazy profession. Like to like treat it as some sort of art project would be amazing, but it would also be like you're the worst person of all time. Do you <laughs> so know what the like, thing about Trump is though? He's literally touched everybody who has a position of power in New York City. Anybody that has like he's of them. He like was born yep. of them. Whether they like it or not. They didn't. Uh, some did. Sonia Morgan did. <laughs> Sonia Morgan. She loved it. <laughs> she is ready to be number four. What? <laughs> Sonia Morgan from Real Housewives of New York. Okay. Okay, so this is what's so interesting, right? So I have not watched the Real Housewives. Do you watch that shit? Not really. It's the same thing as Trump. It's like the exact same thing. Why? Explain. It's vile people. Who have turned it into being themselves into an art? Well, it's just reality stars. Like Trump was a reality star. And yeah, like, these are reality stars, and and some people are really good at it. And yeah, yeah, but what's the difference between that, for example, and like this podcast where we're just like a heightened version of us? Well, we're poor. It's a little so. stunty. <laughs> oh, we're totally. Yeah, stunty. I mean, besides yeah. the abject yeah. poverty that we all live in. Good point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is what we're doing. We're just like trying to stunt until somebody pays attention. I mean, isn't this ca- kind of reality show? Kind of. Yeah, because we just talk about whatever, but that's also maybe generationally, we're we're over the cliff now. Oh, it's very generational. Though. We're in free fall, but like the ones below us are like really. Like, Who's the ones below? I. I'm oh, the the little kids. About yeah. those kids, honestly, there's just so much information out there. Like, I'm so glad I didn't grow up with like the internet. I I'm so glad I didn't grow up with like. I'm happy that we, much we didn't have media. social. Yeah, that's like crazy. If the computer were just yelling at you from like a very young age, a like million percent. I didn't have like a an Instagram picture that I could look at of what happiness was supposed to be. So like, even though I was like a weird, misshapen little loser with a back brace and acne and dumb bangs, I still like, you know, I didn't have like a concrete thing of how wide I was missing the mark. Does that make sense? Where yeah, like, have, if you're a kid now, you're, you're just like, oh, I'm not that. So, yeah. 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 That's harsh. That's way harsh. I finally watched Kardashians this weekend. I have never watched it in the 10 years that Same. it's been on. It is a like, dick ta. Yeah, we were just in Asbury Park. We were feeling very trashy and like, so I just leaned into it. How was Kardashians. it? Kardashians. You know, I really respect them. Why? Because they've turned, they've made an empire. It's just like, they really get it. They get what's yes. going on. They get the pulse of society, and they know what people want. To, like Kylie Jenner is amazing. <laughs> right? How did she's she get people to give a she's, shit like that? Oh, she's worth sixty she million dollars. It's she crazy. Has, yes. She like she has Yo, multiple companies. She knows exactly what she's doing. Her shit sells out the second yeah. it goes live. They yeah, figured that out is how some to serious business acumen. Make people care. Yeah, to all of her kids. So yeah, like, Chris Jenner's not fuck around. So like, I respect. Them she's still doing it. She's doing it. She's like pulling yeah. the strings of all their careers. She's yeah. so fucking smart. And Kanye, people like Kim married up. Kanye may be married up because he oh, married yeah. into Chris and now she's like managing shit and his stock has never been higher. Well, he That's can, like, true, actually. Like, like, like Chris, everything she touches turns into gold-covered shit. It's like amazing what yeah. they can sell. Or it gets beheaded by O.J. Simpson. <gasps> okay, well, listen, can we let the past be the past? <laughs> all right, well, all right. 
You guys, let's just let the past be. She the past. loves her friends. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> She is. She's the artist. Let's talk about Whitney Houston, the real American tragedy. Uh, I was just reading about Bobby Christina. What a fucking sad story. This documentary. Can we talk about it? Devastating. Okay. Well, so what's the documentary? Can I be me? Can I be me? It's on Showtime. What is it called? Can I be me? It's on Showtime. Oh, it's called. (laughs) I thought you were asking (laughs) me. Of course, yes. Now, what's it called? (laughs) We brought you here to be yourself. Yes. (laughs) Friend of the show, Leslie. Wake up. Nip. Oh, Nippy. Nippy, nip, nip, nip. Where did that nickname come from? Why is she called Nippy? I don't know. Sissy, probably. It was probably at some abusive root in Sissy's mothering. Okay, so break it down. Like, what's her the deal worst, for those of us who don't know? The worst and best mother what? in America. Okay, how? Was she Ameri- like a, Best because um, she gave us Whitney. Jackson? Worst because she did what she did to Whitney. What'd she do to Whitney? <sighs> I, I mean, she monetized her. Sure. She profited off of her. For sure. And I think she abused her. How so? Uh, Emotionally, you say, or physically? I don't know about physically. I'm sure Sissy slapped her kids around, but who, whose, whose parents mother. didn't? Okay, okay. Mother who didn't? Yeah, honestly. Yeah, my, my my mother did. She's not a black mother, but she hit us <laughs> like she's Irish. Close <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> um, she's black Irish. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then and then she just wouldn't let her be gay. She wouldn't have it. How and do we know that she was gay? Yeah, Sissy was just a very strict mother, and like she. Like in the in the documentary, there's an interview with um, these people who are like I'm like, like a stylist or like a friend of Whitney's or whatever, and like one of them spoke to like Sissy's like religion and how like that was like this really controlling oppressive thing and that kind of how that Sissy's religion specifically. Yeah. What was she? Well, she was like the elder in the church. She was uh. a choir director. She mm-hmm. was like very like gospel singer and everything, and like great voice. Yeah, but different than Whitney's. But as she would let you know, like she taught Whitney everything she knew. Yeah, as she says over and over again. But like, but the Whitney could do aspect, it though. ten times better. Oh, of course. So a little competition. <laughs> totally. Yeah, but the religion thing just kind of like she grew up. Whitney grew up in the church mm-hmm. and like had that religious background, and that kind of stunted her development. I think I can't really speak to because I don't know her, obviously. But from the documentary, it seems like that her religion kind of stunted her ability to be herself to like embrace her sexuality to embrace do you think she would have been able to do that like being so like public like do you think at that time you think she could have just been gay so was it so so my question is like was it her mom or was it like it was a lot of people that was the thing like Like, yeah it was her mom it was clive davis it was music industry and everything like homosexual clive davis is he a noted homosexual? He's quote unquote bi. But um Friend of the show, Clive yeah. Davis. He's bi meaning <laughs> he likes the bottom and once he topped. <laughs> Who did he top? Um, entire, uh, Sissy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the documentary is all about how uh-huh. Whitney was like pushed pushed and pulled and stretched in these different directions and how she couldn't be her true self she mm-hmm. was made her music was made whiter than she wanted it to be because like she was uh white people yeah, always comes like down to Clyde the Davis white wanted this devil. black singer to cross over to the pop audiences and she did that exponentially uh-huh. like her first time was went 10 times platinum each and she was like hold holds the record still for the first like her first six singles went number one she is iconic because of those white songs yeah yeah and everyone but it was all them. like very purposeful to make yeah. her like Clyde Davis would like send songs back that sounded too black and what I thought was, I thought was really interesting, like he didn't like um, "I'm Your Baby Tonight" when first uh, when first heard it, which mm. by the way, best song ever. 
It's amazing. Is it? But like he said, it was too black, and like that was like her that third album was Crystal Babyface. Can I hear it? It was a little Michael Jackson bad era. Like the like What's sound of it. What is it? Yeah. She did a little I like the Michael Jackson scream sing in it a little. Raps. It has a more, definitely more yeah. R and B influences okay. and like a little bit of hip hop in there also. What about this song though? But Clyde Davis didn't want her to release it. Uh, 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 you know uh, the song. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of Whitney's like Titanic songs. I'm retarded with gay stuff. Like I don't know like any of my awards or songs. <laughs> um. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying about Clyde while I pulled this up. Yeah. Like, but like. She just rebelled against this whole whitewashing of her image and of her sound. Like she was booed at the '89 Soul Train Awards when she won an award. Why? And she was like, because they thought she was too white, <laughs> and, that, and like that oh, really affected her. She couldn't fit in with white people, and she couldn't fit in with black people. Yeah, like on top that, of that she was probably bisexual or, or whatever. Had this very close relationship with Robin Crawford, who was her, her best friend up. for like oh, wow. uh, kind plus of Gail. Years. Was yeah. she a sort of Gail? Would you yeah. say? Like she had to like hide all these aspects of herself, and like it got to her obviously. And like this documentary really paints her as a victim, and I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it because you usually like when people talk about Whitney, they say like, oh, she's a drug addict, this, that, and the other. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, but why is she a drug addict? Why did, was it like it's a very tragic story? She had such talent. It's mm-hmm. such, it's so sad when you think about it. Like someone that young, that beautiful, that talented, who like had this amazing gift that she shared with the world, and like she couldn't be herself she couldn't find peace in herself and like she died as a result of that that's very sad and so just calling her a drug addict just like it doesn't misses the mark really yeah 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 does it get into her daughter at all because that no. is so fucking sad that's, ugh, so tragic i mean the documentary only covers like a really it spends like so a little like bit 99 kind of it spends like a good amount of time on like our early career in the 80s it spends a lot of time Around 99, because that's when they got the footage from, like, yeah. Ron Hoffer and like, helped them get the footage of that and everything. And that interviews people who were on that tour. So that's, like, what they spent most of the time on. They kind of, like, glossed over the last, like, 14 years of her life. But, like, so Bobby Christina, and that was, like, a, of, like, a little... Isn't it crazy? Like, remember when she died and, like, everybody was, and it was crazy? And then it's like, if you can imagine, like, we didn't know how the story was going to go then, obviously. But mm-hmm. then it's weird when you think back to, like, like, um, like big events, you know what I mean? And like, if we only knew how it was going to unfold, like it's almost like a story. Like then her daughter was going to like take a Xanax and drown randomly and like be in a coma for six months. Do you know what I mean? Like as sad as that was, if we could have even known how much like more twisted it was going to be. Well, don't you think, I mean, there's no sense in speculating poor Bobby Brown. That's who I really feel bad for. Honestly, in all of this, I know he like has a bad rap, but like, you know, if you ever watch the Oprah he's interview, a person though, he's a human being, and he has like yeah. that was his daughter, that was he's his ex-wife. But, like, he's not a monster. It's like, what was he accused of? Like, getting Whitney hooked on drugs, and it wasn't Bobby Brown who did it. That's even patronizing that to Whitney. Like, Whitney. Whitney was an adult who knew. Whitney got Bobby Brown into drugs because Whitney's Fuck. brother got her into drugs. What's with that family and like brothers? 17. Yo, listen, Oprah Winfrey did one of her best interviews ever Ugh, with yes. Sissy Houston. Yeah. Because when? Oprah had to sit against this grieving mother saying pretty I you could tell that Oprah thought what Sissy was saying was horrific about about if Nippy were a lesbian. Would you have allowed that? No, I would not. Oh, so everyone knows. She doubles down again and says, if she were gay, you would have had a problem with that. And she said, yes, I would have. She doubles down. Sissy. I mean, though, that's not a, That's like a paraphrase. Old I don't school remember shit. the exact wording, but that that happened. But she was old school, like down to the end. Yeah. 
the thing is though, like, out interviewed Whitney Houston in like '99, and there's a there's a gorgeous cover of her. Like she's talking about her mom in the '70s and how her mom related to gay fans and like how the fans could talk to her about anything. It's like these two different stories, but it's different though when like the gay fans are gay people are like, the fans, not your daughter. Mm. So like I think she understood like that was her audience. Like she mm. was seeing disco and that was her audience, so she like was there for them. But like she wasn't there for her daughter because that's like. It's too close to home. It's too close to. And Whitney never really engaged, interestingly enough, maybe because she was religious, maybe because of her own internalized homophobia. I don't know why, but she never really engaged gay gay people well, as her fans. She did, like, in the 99, like, around that time. That's when she did the out cover. That's when she yeah. did, like, had the drag queens and, like, she was, yeah, that's like, that true. kind of period. She really, like, doubled down because, like, that was, she had this big hit. With the, it's not right, but it's okay. Thunderpuss remix. Yeah, and like amazing. that made what is? her. It's not right, back. but it's okay. The Thunderpuss oh, remix. For sure. Wait, oh, can the I hear the other song remix. that I was supposed to hear? I'm your baby tonight. Okay, yeah. I just want to know what you're talking about. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I'm your baby. Xbox. Podcast. You guys can't see this, but everybody's bagging out. <laughs> that was good pod, though. <laughs> just because Whitney blessed us. Whenever that song comes out, I'm just like, ugh, uh, here I am. But Whitney got blacker later in her career. Post-99, she made her blackest music, which was great. Yeah. What do you mean by blackest also. music? It was like just more R&B, more hewn to like who she was and wanted to represent. And less commercially viable. She had less hits off of it. She oh, had yeah. fewer hits. Yeah. That also. That always happens. It happened with Mariah, too. It happens with everybody uh, for a bit, and then they become... Well, 97 know. is, like, one of my it's favorite It's happening with Katy Perry right now. Because, like... She's well. embracing her blackness. <laughs> <laughs> She's embracing someone's blackness. <laughs> she's embracing making music that makes no money that everybody hates. I would and love she's going to cycle back to good. To embrace early retirement. Yeah. <laughs> she's kind of over. Yeah. She's, she's been she's over. She's over. What do we do without her? Every, every, without every Katy Perry, Katy Perry is redundant. Like with, we already have Katy Perrys who do it better, and they're called Taylor Swift. Like we uh, don't, don't need up. her. She has her <laughs> lesbian today. haircut. She's all woke and feminist now. Like Not get today. out of here with that. We're gonna start Taylor a podcast. Swift, isn't she a villain right now? Didn't no, we all she's agree? like rewritten her narrative again, no, and now she's she like a white snake. I am so bored by what do you mean? pop stars yeah. right now. I know it's all fake. Like, pop music fake. is just not good right now. I R&B mean, I amazing. beg to differ. It's the there only so music like, I listen to. Sure. Like young R and B chicks out there, like who are just doing amazing. Who do you things. like? I love Cesar. I don't know Cesar. SCZA. She's like this really cool chick. I mean, listen to the Insecure like soundtrack. That's all you like. It has like a lot of also Solange. Did the music up? Uh, Rihanna's been yeah. crushing. Her Rihanna's last album like, was Rihanna's phenomenal. Rihanna, the big girls are doing great stuff, and yeah, so yeah, the yeah, girls yeah, who are yeah. like underneath them. It's like with the pop, new generation though, I'm not is garbage. In anything they're doing because everyone sounds the same. It's so like, true. Any song that Katy Perry or Taylor Swift comes out with is interchangeable. Demi Lovato, like, interchangeable. Who, Selena. Yeah. Get out of here with your Selena. Oh, I liked her song though that my friend described. What is it called? What bad liar? bars. Like I mean, like I don't know. It's come on, sis. <laughs> Turn it up. I don't know. I listen to beats. That's all I care about. Well, so I listen great, to everything. Like, exactly. Yeah, me too. Because I listen when I'm running. Though. It's like That's totally it for me too. I have well, like a I I'm an idiot's taste in music. I you like guaranteed well, like, anybody I talk to is better. Such a great year in music for divas. Ninety seven. Yes. All right, let's talk about that it. Was the, can we talk about it? Right. Because that was the year where like Janet, Whitney, 
Emerald. That wasn't Velvet Rope, was yes, it? it? Was girl. What's no. that? Ninety-seven. Break velvet it down. Rope. Break it down. Get out of here. Get everywhere you go. Yeah. Okay. Like that year, everywhere like, I go. That's when like Madonna came out in ninety-eight with Ray of Light. Like it was like these that year ninety-seven through ninety-eight was the time Divas like. They that was her post-Avita voice too. So yeah. Madonna, she, she sang like yes. So then mm-hmm. she like she, Madonna's voice changed after she did Avita. How? And immediately after she's that? gone back into some dumb. But what does that mean? Her voice changed, like her artistic voice, like her physical voice that came no, out her of her body. Her physical voice sounded better. It was stronger. After it was Avita? like more melodic. There was more depth. There was more tone. There was more color. There was, was like singing, a. Did she, she win anything notes? for Avita? Yeah, a Golden, Golden Globe. Globe. Is that worth anything? Is a Golden Globe just a dumb ball? I mean, they also get a Golden Globe for that song from WE. Yeah. Huh. yeah. She was nominated for nothing else for her. Yeah. Like, the Golden Globes are also that was kind recent. of starbuckers. Like, I love the Golden Globes because they give us, like, really interesting No, she was good. I liked her in Evita. <laughs> she was fine in Evita, but, like, Golden Globes are starfuckers. Is Evita like, really the end, a hard But which, is, which awards are not movie. starfuckers? Like, they're all like but that. Like, Golden Globes, I think, times, like, they have really interesting choices, and I really applaud them sometimes. It's Tracy Ellis Ross winning Best Com- was actually Oh, she comedy. did? I'm happy yes. for that. She's amazing. Yeah, fantastic. She's like, a great, but since Girlfriends, honestly, you. she should have been nominated for that. Did you ever yeah. watch that? I did, and I loved Girlfriends. Oh, so good. It but was Golden Globes so is good. Recognize, like, like, they gave awards to Carrie Russell for Felicity. They gave awards to... And that worked out, actually. Yeah. It looked like it wasn't going to for a while for her, but yeah. then she came back but strong. But they always, like, they're always, like, get that willing to give awards yeah, to right, people right. that others should always won't. Like, the Emmys are such snobs, and they, like... Give the same award over and over again. Like, yeah, because it's like Jarvis wins another Emmy. I swear to God, it's like a <laughs> stock I will, I will market. Cl- like, applaud. All those what? awards She's are like the stock market. It's just like right. where people Lester. have confidence and like not what's actually good. It's uh, just like what people think is is should be good. I normally am against this sort of thing, but I literally don't care if she wins an Emmy for Listen, every single season win, of Veep going forward. She could win all the awards, but frankly, she should have lost to Lisa Kudrow for the comeback. And you know, it's true. Fair, fair, fair. She should have won. She should not have won for Great that. Great show. Did Lisa you watch that, Karen? I have no it. idea the what's back. happening. Lisa uh, Kudrow. No, no, I didn't. So good. Although I love one Lisa Kudrow. I love a Kudrow. TV performances I love the 90s ever. comebacks like Kirsten yeah. Dunst or whatever. Like all these Kiki 90s Dunst, like great. staples. She's in. Are mad back. Literally, I think my favorite she movie. Was? Actually, the movie that most, I think, like helped shape my sense of humor was Drop Dead Gorgeous. I don't think movie. I watched God that. God bless you. Think good. What? <laughs> I don't think. Allison Janney, everybody. You know I'm like. You Allison know I, goddamn Janney. You know Janney. I'm dumb. <laughs> right. Allison Janney is so epic. Do you like she's Allison Janney? National I know treasure. who she. I know what her face looks she like. I know she's in Emmys. stuff. Heard Speaking all of, of awards. But I yeah. do Heard not enough. know no. what my opinion is supposed to be on her. Well, I, you know, she. it's interesting. Why is she a gay icon? She's an, I would say she's a gay icon. Well, she's it's just because she's too. why. That's What's her why. Deal? Yeah, what is an it? And she's also yeah. been definitely gorgeous. She's like has a track record of great roles that gays identify with. Oh, totally. The the like um, psychotic mute mother next door in American Beauty, <sighs> who's just completely <sighs> dissociated the entire movie. She's in that. Ugh, How could you forget? <laughs> There's a talk about an, a robbery, what? highway robbery. Honestly, one of the greatest thefts in history. And what? Like, have an Oscar. No, that yes. American Beauty? Yes. She okay, lost okay, the okay, Hillary okay. Swank for Boys Don't Cry, then lost again to Hillary Swank for Million Dollar Baby, which is... Oh, infuriating. Okay, the first one, sure, but the second one, come on. The first one, sure. Let's be honest, only because it's a queer movie. 
Not because the performance was better. I genuinely think that a net. I never saw it. But oh, <laughs> boys don't cry. So Hillary Swank comes out of nowhere from literally living in her car. That's what the PR machine let everybody know. Mm-hmm. Back then, I remember reading that yeah, in Entertainment same. Weekly. Hillary Swank, the actress, was living in her car with her mother mm-hmm. when she moved to LA. Then she was yeah. on 90210. So all and of us cared about that. That sounds like a freeloader. And then she plays a trans <laughs> guy who fucks. Chloe Sevigny on screen with a dildo and okay. you sort of see it okay. and it's like that's what I remember like people were up in arms about at least in my community did they really fuck with mm. a dildo because Chloe Sevigny or whatever like goes in well she sucked hey. Vincent Gallo's dick in that Brown other movie Brown million percent Brown Bunny mm. yeah she totally did it and what did she do in uh, no that's somebody else she played a Mormon no, which no, no, is no, like yeah. the worst of all no I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I love Mormons actually Mormons are cool people Great There's a lot time. of um, ex-Mormon Hormans <laughs> floating around New York City. Like Ooh. they're everywhere. They're I, everywhere. Hormans. Yeah. Beautiful I was I was creatures. chatting with uh, with my ex-Mormon oh, yes. Air Force pilot that I met in Poland last summer. This morning. Oh yeah, you get it. Yes, yeah, girl. I want those mili- I want that pension. <laughs> I want to marry into a pension. Yeah. <laughs> Um, isn't it funny though? Like all these military people, they just have like toys because they like don't have anything to do with their time. Uh, like to, they don't have any way to spend their money because they're always working. So they just buy boats and shit. Like him and all of his friends just have like boats and jet skis. That's cool. And like all this shit. It's like a video game, I'll but real life. I what? Know, go on the water. I'll show you a picture later. I'm not outdoorsy. Yeah, the outdoors <laughs> is a nightmare <laughs> to me. <laughs> it sounds very aging. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Drying seawater and sun. No. <laughs> oh yeah. I need to maintain moisture levels. You know. No, but you know, like the also. I Back think me up, lady. We've talked about this like to death, but I also think now that really that whole like awards thing, especially it like helped us like fight. About things that didn't matter. Yeah. When we had to like distract ourselves from like fights that did matter. Like yeah. the Olympics or like the World Cup or something that like who totally. fucking cares? But yeah, then but it's like. To oh, argue with and like that's like something that's. I mean. Yeah, it's like an if nothing matters and everything matters kind of thing. Because like you're saying that someone's art is better than someone else's art, which is also just a problem in itself but like it's a lot but also to, a conversation a starter literally by definition because yeah. if you're like making a, like a stupid judgment like that like we all have to talk shit now and we all have opinions about it and that's like something you can just like have fun arguments about until they're not fun and then they get very personal <laughs> but because it's uh, never just about that it always un- no, any, about something else. yeah it always gets to the shit it's always something else back to 97 pop divas 97 we had Velvet Rope Dan Jackson wait was that divas live also, that was '98. Okay, but '97, Boat Rope, Butterfly, My Love Is Your Love. Just thinking about '98, and then Ray of Light came out '98 also. But that was like turning points for all like the major divas, where like they went from like just doing what maybe they had to do in order to get to where they are, and then making music that was more personal to them. That was like that was Janet's depressed album. That was Mariah's "I'm Free from Time Until" album. That was Whitney's "I'm like I'm back in my life." <laughs> like, Mariah has always just been the most literal of all the divas. <laughs> yeah, by she so really, far, yeah. it's amazing. Even her shade, like Janet's shade, is like it's not. It's like it's almost like Latoya, her sister, <laughs> but it's not as psychotic. <laughs> Like, but it is that like kind of cupid doll, like yeah. what? Mm-hmm. 
But then like, <laughs> but like Madonna's shade is always like sipping That's tea, literally. Yeah, yeah. Gay man shade. Yeah, it's like <laughs> cunty mm-hmm. old queen who saw all of his friends die shade. That's what that is. Because that's what she is. Yeah. Really. I mean, that's why I'll always give respect to Madonna, even though I do not connect to her music in the least, is that she stood by. That's the other she thing about all the these. Yeah. yeah. What does yeah. that mean? She was always a gay ally. Like, always. Even before it was cool. Before it was... Like, she got, like, a lot of blowback for it. She supported, like, AIDS funding and everything when it wasn't... She like, was screaming was, about AIDS yeah. in the 80s well, was, when but, she was at the well, height. Liz Taylor was, like, was the only person doing it. And then, like, she, like... Like, celebrities and the AIDS causes, like, that wasn't a thing until, like, Liz Taylor and Madonna and all these other when? people came in. Whoopi Goldberg, also. Whoopi. From the beginning. Never forget. The 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And there were some men, actually, too, like I think. Though. I think I think Robin Williams, actually. Was Michael Douglas. Not Michael Douglas. Michael Jackson? No, what's his face? Uh, Martin Sheen. You know what? Really? Martin Sheen. He's, like, been there from the beginning also. He, ha- yeah. he, he probably knew in the 80s, he was like, oh, shit, I unleashed Charlie on the world. <laughs> I got I to gotta <laughs> start paying. He's control. so Catholic. <laughs> he was already doing his penance right away. But that's amazing because he is so Catholic, too. You know an interesting factoid in my, like, pop culture autistic brain about Martin Sheen is? Because I'm actually really fascinated by that family. Because Martin Sheen has this, like, reputation of being, like, a good leader just because he played josiah bartlett on the west wing but then also josiah? yeah josiah okay. slave slave ownery isn't it is <laughs> how um but he was like i think like a like good, he's a good-minded person and he's always been like kind of a socialist politically mm-hmm. but then like and his kids were always like i don't know for you or for you but like mighty ducks was like it in my family oh, yeah. big 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 deal you know what that was a sports movie the kids that didn't care about sports could care about because it was yeah. about ducks really uh-huh. we could get behind and it being mighty <laughs> <laughs> and jo- and that's where my like early crush on joshua jackson Oh, I forgot. Developed. <gasps> Coming to Broadway. He's special. What? Oh, you're what you're doing? ready? Children of a Lesser God. Okay. What yeah. is that? What it's is a, that? it's about a I don't know, there's a deaf role in it. Marley Matlin won an Oscar for playing uh, it in the movie. God bless her. Opposite William Hurt. Hurt. I always get confused between Abusive. Marley Matlin and Marla Maples. Physically. Allegedly. I've heard. That's what that's what yeah, I think to her, actually. I think she's spoken about it. Because they were in a relationship, what Marley Matlin. I think he slapped her. Who? Around a lot. Uh, William William Hol- Hurt Holden. Holden's from Network. Yeah, and he was old, old school. Old school. Yeah. He's a slapper. No, William Hurt though. Bit of a slapper. William yeah, Hurt? yeah, yeah. Also William Holden. Still acting. <laughs> yeah. William Holden also be though. Probably. Definitely. I mean, yeah. He's an alcoholic. Oh yeah, he definitely. They Phil all Holden. were. Yeah, Huge was he mad as hell or was the other guy in that movie? That was, Which the, other one? Guy. That was the other guy. Who died before we got the Oscar. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 it's like running, it's like running circles around Karen. Oscar talk. <laughs> I mean, I'm why like, am I, I here? Get it. <laughs> I don't know, but it is fun to I fight. I feel about excluded that. in the corner. But what did you fight about, Karen? What did I fight if about? Not divas. If not um, well, I grew up like in a bubble at the bottom of a well with my sister and we had like no cable and stuff. We had like a golden era of like six months of cable because the cable company left it on by accident, like in an apartment we moved into and then they realized their mistake. So <laughs> my whole like pop culture thing was like public access Shit we watch in school, like Mighty Ducks, Matilda, like li- like newsy shit that just stuck with me forever and ever. With enemy of the show, Mara Wilson. With enemy of the show, Mara <laughs> Wilson. Um, and and 
because my family's Israeli, we grew up watching like weird, like the Hebrew, either Hebrew shit altogether that was like Hebrew TV or like Hebrew sitcoms or whatever that on video cassette that my grandmother would send or the Hebrew translations of American shit, which I didn't know was American until like way later in life. Like Like teenager, like I didn't know that any of the Disney movies were in English. I thought they were Hebrew movies. I only knew them in Hebrew. Little Mermaid, like... Um, um, what's the one? How did the song, did you like the songs? Did you walk around Cinderella, singing? Cinderella, Cinderella, Yom Velala, Cinderella. Like it was all in Hebrew. <laughs> 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 I was this little amazing. twisted up, like little misshapen idiot who didn't know anything. <laughs> she was misshapen. I used to say that she wasn't, but she's posted pictures. You weren't misshapen, but you were like. I, I've never posted a picture in the back brace. It doesn't exist. There's not one single. You it wasn't like, one? it wasn't like now where you can just like everybody has their phone. That you have a million selfies and stuff. It was like, you had to go out of your way. Mm buy a camera, take a picture, like allow pictures of yourself to be taken. It like wasn't a thing. And I didn't have friends who would be like, surprise, bitch, I got your picture. Like, and the friends like that. Who Hopefully would, like, you do had a few enemies me. though that have those pictures floating around from I high gotta school still, somewhere. Like, I can't believe, they I gotta dig them. out like yearbook pictures. Like there's gotta be something, you know what I mean? Like there's gotta be something. But I did post on Instagram like uh, that era picture for like a throwback Thursday of me like, <laughs> it's like me in this red shirt. It's like not that far back if you look at it, but it's like in little pigtails. I was probably like 15 <laughs> at the time and I was just so stunted like physically, developmentally because I was so thin. Turns out from like diseases, but I didn't know at the time. And and so I didn't hit puberty till I was like honestly 17 like it was crazy and um <laughs> I remember where I was I was in the Cheltenham High School swimming pool like to do my science fair experiment because I needed the pool I had invented this dog life preserver that I just milked from ages like 10 to 16 like all those science fairs <laughs> where the other kids in school were like we got it you did the thing with the dog <laughs> and that's what it was and it was me like with one sleeve rolled up and like this little nerd with greasy hair I remember having not showered for like four days before that I was just disgusting four it was days. disgusting and I was this little misshapen and it's cute like if you look at the picture like oh that's cute because it is like a cute little like loser but wow that was I a mean, rough road your thing your your younger pictures is I don't really believe you haven't had a nose job. You're really, no- that's yeah. the nicest thing anybody's ever said. I know you said that before, but I really kind of don't so believe nice. it. Really? Yeah. Can you say that again? <laughs> it looks like you've it had a nose so job. So good gonna, to hear that. We, I'm gonna pull up a picture right now. Yo, I can't even Actually, tell you. Lester, if my if my if Karen in the picture could have heard you say that, oh, I have she would have died. She would have died. Well, then we would have died happy. I would have. Honestly, I would have even underachieved worse than now if I just known that like a smaller looking nose was in my future. Seriously, like it's just the nicest thing. Uh, somebody posted that on the picture too. Jeff Leach posted that, and I was just like, I just can't believe like what a Christmas this has been. Doesn't that look like she's had a nose job? Oh yeah, that's I know the exact picture. That is a rough yeah. one. I can see that. Yeah, but if you look at my nose, it's the I same mean, nose on like a yeah. different face. Now. Yeah, that's true. Well, actually, but it. Does it's it literally the same yeah. shaped nose. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Now that but I'm looking at it. But just my face just like grew and got angular and whatever. Yeah, I can see that. yeah you look so different. Oh my god, that's it so feels funny. so good to hear. That's what I like about award shows too. To bring it back to what we were talking about, though, is that you can sort of like track people people's aging, especially now that we have like YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But I used to have like cassette tapes, like like that would like had highlights of Oscars from like the sixties to the nineties. 
to the early 90s. So this was like in plastic the plastic surgery didn't even get good to like late 90s, early 2000s slash hasn't. No, you been. know when Glenn when uh, Faye Dunaway's face fell apart was literally I think the day after she won that Oscar because she looks good there and then never again. Yo, did she you look know who human. to look out for? There's like Apparently now with plastic surgery, too. you're gonna hit a wall at some point. It's just you can extend it by decades where it's weird, like how Halle Berry is, where you're like, do you just like never age? But then one day she's gonna show up somewhere we're gonna be like, oh, Halle. Like, no, I bet if you she's see one Hallie to watch. Catherine Zeta's one to watch. But it's like I'm looking for the fall apart because it's gonna be literally overnight. And until that point, she's gonna be flawless. I'm telling you, it's the wall is coming. I'm, yeah. Oh, the wall. The wall comes for all of us. Where do you rate that? I'm glad you brought her up. Where do you rate Catherine Zeta-Jones? In terms of what? Just in general. Where do you? Ra- how do you rate her? Mm-mm-mm. I mean, she was great in Chicago. Earned the Oscar. Collected it pregnant as, as sin. I mean, she gave birth on the stage. Yes. She was crowning, at least. But yeah, Should have gotten I mean, an Emmy for that. Yeah, she hasn't really done much that I've seen after that. Can I ask like, you something slightly unrelated, but you gave me a thought. Um, has an award show ever won that award for that award show? Like, has an Emmy no. ever won an Emmy for being the Emmy? No, but the Tonys win Emmys constantly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so incest The Tonys, the the Tonys have everything. Anything yeah. you could want. Also, gay as fuck and not afraid to be gay as fuck. And also, often, I'm not saying this is a reflection of Broadway necessarily, but it kind of is, often pretty black. Oh, yeah. Much blacker than the Oscars ever. Well, because, like, you know, black people are allowed to sing and dance on Broadway. They don't produce a lot of plays that are, like, contemporary. You got her. Thank you. Who, 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 what? She has it. Well, she, Whoopi, Whoopi. Whoopi. Oh, oh, oh. God, Jesus Christ. Friend of the show, Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) That's who. Whoops, Goldberg. Whoopity doo da. I love Whoopi Goldberg. You know, I saw her at a play once here in New York City. Is she gay? I interviewed her once. No. (gasps) She's not gay? No, no, she's not gay. She's like been with like old white men. I don't know. Same. Ted Danson. <laughs> Girl, same. Do you remember when she was with Ted Danson and put him in? They put. They, we all have we a tire. It was really a No, I don't remember anything. Amazing. Remember how I was yeah. retarded? No, you were, grew up completely different. Like I grew up the single mom, so like I had just TV as a parent. And I watched TV all the time. I had no friends. Do you have cable? Outside, I cable. Oh my god, yeah. girl, we're so similar. Except but for Lester the TV. goes. Lester goes old. Like Lester's oh, yeah, into I was watching, like, like TCM classics. classic movies. Like I thought I, you meant dating. I, <laughs> girl, me too. <laughs> I've been going younger dating recently. Really? How yeah. much younger are we talking? I mean, Lester, how old are you now? Forty six. What? Huh? <laughs> 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 so leaving now. Okay. Oh guys, it's up the first podcast murder. <laughs> I'm 31, though. Won't be Lester's last. <laughs> no. Just watch your back. Just wait till he gets on Dan Savages. <laughs> I would laugh. <laughs> that cunt, I can't stand it. Why? Oh, Dan Savage is the worst. Why? I, I think that. Lester Why? Why? I think that. Can we explain? I just think that he, like, says shit that's, like, constantly, I don't know. He's, like, trans-exclusionary. He's, like, is I don't he? know. Yeah, kind of. How someone is, like, explicitly or just? No, he just, like, co- he, like, coaches it and, like, these, like, other, like, he says it's not, he can't identify or whatever. I don't really know. I don't pay that much attention. I heard him once tell a woman who said that her mother told her that her father raped her throughout her marriage. And he, like, cast out on the mother's story. And I was, like, I'm done with this guy. Ever since then, I was just like, oh, he's like, he have, you have no business telling somebody to like not believe their mother when. Oh, you're seeing it through rape crisis eyes. Totally, and I was working at the rape crisis center when I saw mm-hmm. that. But yeah, but I also think like it gets better as bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Is it? Yeah, it doesn't get better. <laughs> you just get, you just, some people will sometimes tell you that maybe you look like you had a nose job. But other than that, it's like the same shit. I mean, I think kids need to hear it gets better just because kids are impressionable. And they need to be told by adults that like. 
This is is it wrong to tell them life. that it gets better? No, it's, you're lying to them, but sometimes it's okay. It's a lie we tell that's kids, why, right? That's why parents say that they're Santa Claus or whatever in order to like make kids comfortable. No, but I mean, you can... Oh, that's also, like, really funny. That is like the like teenage Santa Claus. Is, it, it gets better. I got that too. <laughs> Art, Honestly, though. it has gotten better for me and for like a lot of my friends. Because like, like in high school, like I had friends, but I, I still felt very like I'm not like an outsider. And I've really come into myself, like, hitting 30 was a great, like, milestone for me. Like, I've loved my 30s. Girl, exact same. Yeah. Yeah, so wait, how old are you, 32? 31. Oh, you'll be 32. Okay, yeah, I'll be 35. 20s are garbage. Mm. Mm. Ooh, mid-30s, okay. Mid, 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 mid. This is my Bobby year. If you just, like, work out and wear sunscreen. It's about a guy named Bobby turning 35. Yo, working out and wearing sunscreen is going to make your 30s pop. I don't. I wear sunscreen, but you I, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I but like, okay, can I more. talk to you about your sunscreen yeah, you use really quick? Yeah. Okay, you have a habit. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I know you. You have a habit of wearing a chemical sunscreen that you apply either at the moment you're going outside or when you're already outside. Now, the problem is that kind of sunscreen works by sinking into your skin and refracting sunlight, scattering it, so it doesn't penetrate deeper. So it needs like 20 minutes to sink in. If you're gonna do how you do, you should. Get a mineral sunscreen that has zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, because it forms a barrier on your actual skin. You don't have to worry about that. Does it leave a white residue? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna walk around with that white face on. Really? I don't know. Some of them are you less walk around visible. With us all the time. <laughs> I walk around in Girl, your red skin face. is Thank white. You. I am angry. <laughs> I am speaking as a fellow pink shrimp creature. Yeah. Girl, I don't we know. have to handle it. We just have I to know, handle it. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You just think you're letting me drop like, signs oh, on you, but like, we have to handle white. it. Mm, I know. It yeah. does. It really does. No, it totally does. Like, I re- like, it's also great. I like getting sun because black men especially don't get enough sun, enough vitamin D, which leads to like a lot of different cancers and everything. So mm-hmm. like, I've just been a lot about, like, I love getting darker. But as a kid, though, I was told to not be in the sun too often because right. I don't want to get too dark and get too black, which is a thing. Like in black I've been staring at your skin this entire time. It is like the most like m- nourished looking, like velvety skin I've ever seen in my I entire just spent life. Hours in the sun yesterday. Do you? You do have a glow. I would have gotten. Is it booze? What is it? It's not booze. I haven't had a drink all day. Oh, hey, girl. But you oh, moisturize. You're like leaving us hanging here. Yeah, I moisturize. There we go. Like there we go. Use sunscreen. There like she is. Good amounts of sun. Drink a lot of water. That's it. It's the water, the sun, the moisture. Good jeans. Good jeans. Good jeans, yeah. I tried to make myself drink two cups of water this morning, like just bam, bam, when I woke up. Because, you know, some people are like, just do it. Get, like, all your water in. And I almost puke. Water is just nasty. Also, I sweat a lot, too. And I think that helps, like... Yeah, your skin just like toxins. You get toxins out and everything. Get them out. Ooh, totally, you got to run. You got to run. Elevate that heart rate. Mm-hmm. However, you can do it. Yeah. A little bit of science infection. I just felt like, uh, but I got out this morning and did my little run. Fucking. The gym. How's How our assholes, everybody? For? How's our fucking? Do like a mile or two. Yeah, yeah. Not big water. But that's all you need to do, really. Yeah, and then I work out. You don't have to push it. Words, so it's like, uh, Are yeah. you still doing your bulking cutting thing? Right now, I'm like just kind of maintaining right mm-mm, now. Mm-mm. Like I'm gonna start bulking in like late fall, early winter. That's a good bulk time. Yeah. Can I bulk gently? Like, can yeah. I just like do like like I don't want to really do too much more than I'm doing, but I want to like you do we'll a lot talk of cardio. You're not so much yeah. a str- I do a lot, but I want to just like more calories than eating now. And just like can they? But I have to cut the sugar, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing. You eat like good carbs, like complex carbs. Oh, it's so annoying. I know what, what I have bitch, to do. I know. I know, but I want to eat ice cream bars every single night. Such a bitch. 
I don't know. I have, a, I have a, an Egyptian Muslim friend who chain smokes Marlboro Reds like nonstop. And I'm like, that's so bad. You're going to die young. And he's like, no, you are because I don't eat refined sugar. And I'm like, <gasps> what did she say? <laughs> yeah, she's right. You know no, what? He chain smokes Reds. I like had a drag and almost puked. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die when I'm like. 30 don't I don't know it's it. like a oof, young enough oof, but oof. like still cute age I'm so cute <laughs> you could be up to 45 before like you know when it's still like no I think I'm you can be up to 50, 50 any yeah. other side of 50 I, I was, is I, like I, I tragically late. young if you're like a little weirdo like you grew up like a little like eh, like and you like didn't start becoming like an adult until later then you get to hang on to it a little bit later I think okay so on that in. note actually let's do a little like rounder rapid fire we're gonna just ask you questions you know you've been here yeah you haven't been here in a while though we haven't we didn't talk you know what we didn't even fucking talk about oh my god oh my god (laughs) we didn't even talk about the fact that you have the cover story in out right now and that you were flown big oversight to los angeles to interview rupaul charles can you just describe that what's that like what's it like big going because to me rupaul's like kind of like a rapid fire is on hold for a second i got it this is what happens when you smoke pot doing a podcast oh yeah hi episode um what's it like to like have to be out there and like i imagine it's like oprah territory sort of i mean i was just very nervous about it because i interviewed rupaul before over the phone and he like chastised me for (laughs) not being uh for basically for mumbling and for (laughs) i've always had like an issue with like speaking and so like i like especially on the phone are you shy I'm shy. I also like used to stutter as a kid, and uh, like I have like really yeah, like, I, I have a low voice in general, and so like I have a lot of things. Like I have a very wide tongue. How'd you like, heal your stutter? I think I just grew up and got older, <laughs> but also I still have remnants of it where like, I have trouble saying certain words. That's so and, like, cute. That's like, like verbal dimples. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very cute to me, but like <laughs> I have like an insecurity about speaking, and so like even on the phone especially, it's like very hard for me. So like Rue kind of like got into me about that, like just like very like like she always does with the girls, like you know this is like if you did this, this, that, and other, like happening to me. And so like, did that make the article her yelling at you, him yelling at? You? Is that her? That hit was the first him? article I wrote. Like uh-huh. I interviewed him like over the phone like two years ago. And that okay. Was, like, and I wrote about that experience. And so, like, this experience, I wanted it to be... Also, I wasn't, like, very prepared for that interview either, which is a big thing. So this interview, I meant, should be prepared for it. And I, like, I had questions beforehand, multiple questions. And also, it was in person, so that was a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And it was also with uh, Randy Barbato and Fenton Bailey, who were the co-founders of Wonder, World of Wonder, which produced Drag Race. So, like, they were in conversation with RuPaul. And so, like, I was just there moderating the conversation. So, like, it took a lot of pressure off of me for that. But I was still nervous because I didn't want to make sure. It was, it was the cover story. Mm-hmm. It's for Al's 25th anniversary issue. It's a big milestone. And so it's a like, big deal. Yeah. And so, like, I was just nervous about it. But it went up really well. The thing is, though, I got to the studio early because they interviewed Rue and Fenton and Randy at World of Wonder on Hollywood Boulevard. And I got there half an hour early because I wanted to make sure, you know, I was, like, plucking anything. And, of course, the doors opened. The elevator doors open and RuPaul's sitting right there in the, ele- in the windowsill, like on his iPad. I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back in this into the elevator and just like wait, wait until he's like go back in the office, or whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'm here for a job. <laughs> like I'm a professional. I'm an adult. <laughs> and so I went over and said, hi, I'm RuPaul. Hi, RuPaul. Like I'm Lester. I'm here to interview you. Shook his hand and he like shook my hand and then he like slumped over and said, <laughs> you gotta get too harder than that. You gotta give it to me harder than that because my handshake wasn't perfect <laughs> enough. And so he talked, to me, he lectured me about my handshake for like a good minute, and then just make sure that like, I always like 
stare people in the face and had a firm handshake, which I knew, but like, I didn't want to like, you know, just come off too aggressive. Mad aggro. I like, yeah. I just wanted to like, just like I was nervous. And I just wanted to like, you know, not be crazy about it. So like we shook hands and then I let him do his thing on his iPad. And I waited for the office manager to come open the door. And so the office manager came and RuPaul was like giving him his coffee order, like making jokes and sticking, you know, like eight thirty in the morning, like just on, just going for it, which I appreciate. And so like I was just watching him and like just sitting in the back of my own thing. And then RuPaul came over to talk to me before our actual interview, and that was like great because we got to like just talk about just like life and stuff, talking about my mom and how my mom died, and his mom died also. So I wanted to like give myself some some vulnerability to him to make sure like you know that I'm here I'm present and also like I can relate to what you're going through and uh-huh. like I'm vulnerable also to this process uh-huh. so like we're and you're about b- also a titan of your industry I mean sure <laughs> but, <laughs> but like we just like we're able to talk about just like my mom and like how she died and all that kind of stuff and just like talk about you know just like me before we talk about him which is mm. pretty cool because maybe feel it more at ease and then the actual interview was like we talked for an hour, and I, I was impressed with myself for one reason alone. That was my ability to keep them on track because they like it's like this, like two people like talking, and they were just going off on tangents. So I'm just like okay, and then back to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, so like the story, like I'm very proud of the story now because like the story, if you read it out, it goes like it's very linear, mm-hmm. and of course that's editing and everything. But for the most part, I was able to keep them on track and like have them hit the major points mm-hmm. and talk about the past twenty five years of history. Like queer history and queer culture, and how Rue came to be Rue, and like that period in the two thousands when like, he went away and he came back even stronger and more, like, more himself than he was before, and like, so that whole process was just like it was a very fulfilling process, and it came like f- very full circle. So I had that interview with him when I was like younger and like not as experienced and. Then I came back. Did he remember like, you from the other I interview? I mentioned that. And I wasn't sure if you remember or not, but like I mentioned that because he told me again about my speaking <laughs> like when we were talking in L.A. And you were like, like you've yelled at me before. Yeah, exactly. I was like, actually. It's literally a this. theme of your articles. That's the first thing I thought because that's what being you yelled over- at? I was like, you just like have this. This is like your pattern now with RuPaul. RuPaul yeah. You show up and RuPaul screams at you about something. <laughs> so perfect. That seems like really nurturing though, honestly. Like yeah. he seems oh. like someone who like wants to cultivate young talent, be like, get it, get it, get it, and like yeah, fix you. Yeah. And he's also a Scorpio, so like I'm a Scorpio too. And like What does that mean? I, I mean like what do you mean? They'll cut uh, a bitch. Uh 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 uh. But also it's Stingy like bitch. There's, it's, there's this exterior where it's just like seems very serious, very austere. But also, like, on the inside, it's, like, just full of emotion. It's mm-hmm. just, like, you're, like, he's a big softy. Like, and so am I. Like, I'm just, like, very emotional. But, like, in order to protect that, you have to have an armor to the world. And that may come off as being bitchy. And they come off as being, like, angry or whatever. But, like, that's just a defense mechanism. Cause, the like, biggest I'm cunts have the sweetest hearts, yeah. we always say on the show. True. Be Arthur. And you know what? The sweetest softy. hearts are the biggest cunts. But anyway, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? What happened? What did she do? Um, I don't know. I know Whoopi Goldberg spoke. Not Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell spoke at B. Arthur's like Broadway tribute mm-hmm. and told a story about B. Arthur calling Betty White a cunt when they were like at dinner or something. Was <laughs> Betty White being a cunt? Probably. Uh-huh. I mean, also, you know. 
the bitterest cunts last longer than everything <laughs> else, and the freshest fruit it rots more quickly. I don't know. She's at like a thousand. How old is she? Betty. Thousand. She's a thousand. She's yeah. ten thousand years old. Millennia. She's yeah. one of those fish they just discovered in the deep Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Five hundred year old sharks that are pi- the piss shark. That's what it is. She has bones she that other sharks thing. don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, God rapid fire. Noted best. Sh- Remember, yeah. she tried. She was speaking of which. This was like around that same era, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven was a good. Y- Okay, 97 was a good era because, like, 98, that, like, mid to li- no, the late 90s with, like, Divas Live coming out, mm-hmm. like, the best, there was something about coming to the end of the millennium that it was sort of, like, all of that sort of, like, crested, and then yeah. now it's just given birth to, like, like population growth, it's just, like, exponentially there's more of them, so that you can care less about each of them, the little pop divas. And there's so much I mean, more niche. I mean, the word divas a lot. And That's I what I mean. To like, just, in my mind, diva is a word that, it's overused, but it only applies to very few people. Mm. And that's someone who owns their shit, who's the top of their game, who's putting their dues. And a lot of these girls haven't put in their dues. It's like the opposite of cunt, which is underused and applies to everybody. Cunt's overused. It's in my book of discs, because I use it all the time. Well, I mean, it's I not. It's used. <laughs> I think it's used <laughs> appropriately. I love that word. Put women down. It's just like it sounds great. You know, the only <laughs> way that I don't that you like can put women down with it. Why? Fair, <laughs> fair. So White women. Yeah. The only way I don't like cunt yeah, uses to refer to an actual vagina that grosses <laughs> me out. People are like, my oh, cunt. My oh, no, 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 or a butthole. Oh, I've heard guys like refer to their assholes really? as cunts. Really? I like, can tolerate no, 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 that. No, 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 no. But isn't it gross? Yeah. You like that, don't you? I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy cunt. <laughs> you. Oh, dare. Yo. Very dare you. Rapid fire. <laughs> okay. Um, who? Okay. Fuck, marry, kill. Okay. Ooh, hell love yeah. that. Betty White, mm-hmm. Rue McClanahan, mm-hmm. Estelle Getty. Uh, I don't know any of those. I mean, it's the three fuck golden Rue girls. Yeah, ah, there we go. Yeah, I never watched. She it. knows what she's doing. Southern Belle. A gentle top she is. <laughs> Mary Estelle Getty because she was in Torch Song Trilogy. Yep. I mean, playing Mercedes Betty White Rule. just because you know she's a long life. Yeah, she has. She's lived a good life. Yeah, and she was a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but I mean, <laughs> no good to she's, animals. And she's a cunt, sure, but like she's still the Golden Girls, all right? Yeah. Respect. No, always. Right? And yeah. you know what? Every time more show, it's sort of like family. Like, B. Arthur could call her that, but like nobody else should call. Betty no, like that. we have her the right. She's an angel. Right. It's called right. She's called an angel, dudes. and she's done so much good for animals. She's really good with animals. That means she's there horrific to people. To <laughs> I know. That's probably that's what I think. It's often often goes hand in hand. If you're great to animals, you're probably off to people. Yeah, so. case in point, Bill Maher. Okay, Karen. Um, okay, pussy. This is rapid association. Cat. Okay. <laughs> um, threw me off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cunt. Cat. Okay. All right. <laughs> A friend, cat. Fat <laughs> um, clip. Uh, actual I cat, the animal. <laughs> Dog. Oh, girl. Okay, he twists it. Um, um. Okay, marijuana. Smoking right now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Kanye. Drop top. Cadillac. <laughs> I don't know. Um, buck teeth. Southern. <laughs> Interesting little associations we've got okay, going Donald on in this Trump. head. Asshole. Melania Trump. Trash. Baron Trump. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Ivanka. 
Uh, big cunt. Melania. I mean, not Melania. Marla Maples. Still around. <laughs> Still Somehow. Around. <laughs> uh, Ivana. Should have gotten more. Yeah. Should have. Not have. Should have ruined him. Should have ruined him. Should have ruined <laughs> him. Should have just we buried him. him. Yeah, but Lazy. you know, he's What'd a legacy. Get Don't get mad. Yeah. Get everything. Okay. You didn't get anything, bitch. You're still around. Fuck, Mary kill. That Midler. Oh, I need Ooh. something I can understand. Goldie Hawn. Ooh! Diane Keaton. Ah, oh, you did that to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, God, that's hard. Fuck Goldie Hawn. Mary Beth Midler kill Diane Keaton. Obviously, she's uh, a Woody Allen sympathizer. Yeah. And she like, but although you're like, she's, you know, she's like a mother to toddlers, basically. Oh, she's great. She adopted <laughs> children in her 70s, yeah. I believe. Um, also, still dressing like Eddie Hall, which I'm all the way here for. So. Yeah. Do you know any of these? I literally don't. Okay. You never they see were, First Wives Club? It's an amazing uh-huh. movie. Get out. You know. Get out, get out of this I, house I, I right can't now. even, it's like trying to understand Chinese. I don't know what's going on. Um, My head's starting to hurt. Okay. <laughs> Chadwick Moore. Ugh. I don't want to talk about that. I don't. Okay. I do. <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos. Also, do not want to talk about that. Fucking. St- Who's the third? <laughs> no, I'm just asking word association. Oh, I thought this was gonna be an epic fuck Mary kill. N- oh well, maybe. Jared Trump. Okay, Jared Trump. Yeah. Who? Jared Kushner. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fuck Mary kill. This is his any whole name, yeah. Yeah, Jared Trump. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Milo and uh, Chadwick. No, 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 not those three. Those. Th- who That's would just kill all of them? Yeah, That's literally. No, yeah. but you Paul must Ryan. The point of the game. And who's another <sighs> evil hot guy? Um, he's got a body. He's that got you a thing. Um, Wiener. What about Wiener? I wouldn't. He's a spinner. He looks like a little guy you put on and then you spin like a top. You know what I mean? Rubio? Wiener? <laughs> I wish you could see the disdain in Lester's eyes right now. I know, but you would, right? Okay, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> <laughs> but you would, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. This is that podcast. I mean, it depends like how wasted I am. Which still yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I heard was uh, it, so I think it depends one? on how high waisted I am, and I was like, that is a gay uh, answer. <laughs> also that because I'm always young. Hated. Young who? George W. Bush. Okay. Young George W. He like was 80s. in any coked hole. up George uh, W. Bush. Any, total any hole. He let you blow any coke hole. into. It's yes, true. That he loved holes. He was all about holes. Yeah. More for cocaine. Oh, Mary killed those three. Yeah. Can I just kill them all? That. Also a thing? Or no. What, the uh, game must be honored. Fine. First of all, who would I kill? Paul Ryan. Okay. He's a more immediate threat, you asshole. say? I guess I'd marry Jared Kushner for the real estate. Okay. And, and you hate Jews. Oh, wait, no. He's a, he's a Jew. He's a Jew. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so you could torture him. And I'd fuck young George W. Bush. Of course, because he was an any hole. He was an <laughs> Good God, yeah, exact same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh, I'm actually going to inverse that, though. Like, I'm going to 86 Jared Trump. Ooh, and tough one. And, yeah, totally. Call Paul Ryan, you know. I'm going to marry Paul Ryan. You have had you a thing. I don't know. Yeah, he's a nice Catholic from the Midwest. Why not? He's Catholic, right? He's all right. I think yeah, he's Catholic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My Yo, mother would approve. Lester, Whatever. how do we find you? Um, I'm only on Instagram. Interesting Honestly, choice, the by the way. Best one, yeah. I'm all I mean, about I'm Instagram. I'm over Facebook. everything else. I only jo- rejoined Facebook or reactivated Facebook because I want to promote my article on out. But I haven't been on Facebook for a while because I just don't care for it. But I want. It's Instagram. exhausting being self-promotional, right? Yeah, I don't do it very often. Yeah, you don't do it. I like. I admire that. I want. I'm, I'm trying to like figure out how I can stop the habit of doing it so much. It's called humility. 
I know. I, what's that <laughs> like? <laughs> but yeah, I'm on Instagram at LaFabrat, L-E-F-A-B-R-A-T. It's Les Fabian Brathwaite. And, uh, you know, asleep on a bar in the West Village. I haven't fallen asleep at a bar in years. You <laughs> 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 there, you <laughs> there we go. There she is. There's our sister. Yeah, Lester is uh, soft-spoken, but a big fucking deal. Yeah. You guys need to check him the fuck and out. a big fucking cunt. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but our cunt. And a big fucking cock. <laughs> True. We've seen the pictures it. on Insta. Yo, it's like eyes can't be averted for too long. I'm <laughs> Lester can get it, yeah. Um, total any whole Lester. Fuck yeah, Instagram's the only good one. And catch us uh, at Unhirable Show and all the stuff. We're on Patreon. Dot com slash Unhirable. If you already subscribed, thank you so much. Yep. More fire-ass bonus content coming your way ASAPs. Totally. Uh, and this and all episodes, of course, dedicated to Whitney Houston. Obviously. And uh, we'd like to just put a little curse out into the universe for Sissy. Ooh. <laughs> Ending it with shots. All right, guys. <laughs> we love you. See you next week. Go.